The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. It is your boy above the Dave, and welcome to The Lot Scene. Episode 1. Today we are going to be talking with our resident noob, Ned Newberg, popping in the show. Uh, We will be speaking with a guy who used to see the biscuits, but no longer does. And we're going to find out why. Everybody, we're going to be having uh, Mr. J. Dead come by. J. Dead is going to be visiting with us. And then we are going to be listening to a little bit uh, of the biscuits. Got a quick clip, and we're going to be talking about what uh, they've been up to. And then the big uh, the big discussion today, I'm bringing in the studio, super excited, uh, bringing in the bass player from the Disco Biscuits, Mr. Mark Brownstein, a.k.a. Brownie, is going to be blessing us here in the studio. So we're very excited. Everybody, s- stick around, and uh, and hope you enjoy episode one of The Lot Scene. Hello, and welcome to the lot scene with your host, Above the Dave. Thank you. That was our intro guy. He does all of our intros. Thank you very much, Steve. Pleasure. Uh, yes, I'm Above the Dave. I'm your host of the lot scene here in this uh, studio here in Los Angeles, California. Very, very far. From where the Disco Biscuits play most of their shows, unfortunately for me. Uh, but I do listen quite intently, as I'm sure you all do. If you're listening to this, you probably love the Disco Biscuits. That's probably why you're listening to this. I also love them. They're my favorite band. I think they're the greatest band that have ever been assembled. More or less. They're the greatest live band I've ever seen. Um, they are everything I want in music. They're wonderful. So happy they're in my life been in my life since I was 18 years old and I saw them in my very first month of freshman year of college 9-9-1999 at the Northern Lights Rock Club or Bar whatever it was uh, Clifton Park New York double bill with Deepin in a Blackout who I was a fan of at the time and Biscuits went up first and uh, my face melted off I think it was Above the Waves was played. It was a great set list. If you ever see that set list, I should pull it up. It's insane. Uh, just one set, but I got like a frog legs or something. Um, but yeah, it was Above the Waves that just blew my mind. And my face was melted off and just got all over the floor. And it was a total scene. 
and before anyone from the bar security saw just the devastation that occurred on the dance floor, people were stepping on my face. They were slipping on my face. They were crashing into each other. Um, people were spilling their drinks. They were tripping over my face, uh, my big nose. Uh, a couple of people just knocked right into one girl, um, just fell uh, after hitting my face that was just splattered all over the floor, and then she actually went through a speaker. So things got pretty messy um, before Deepanetta took the stage. Uh, but I did get all my face back, and then I went back to college, uh, now convinced that uh, they were the greatest band ever, and uh, I still feel that way. <laughs> I, still, I still think they're the greatest band ever. And uh, also, that being said, uh, I love a lot of music, all kinds of music, as so many Biscuit fans do. I think we, a lot of us listen to so much kinds of music. Uh, I love Fish as well. I'm a huge Fish guy. I've been following them since 97. And so it is uh, an absolute honor and privilege to be able to talk with so many great people in the scene, uh, so many great musicians, my idols, so many amazing people that have been around for so long in this community, whether you're a fish person or a biscuit person or an Umphreys person or a panic person, <laughs> you know, there's a scene and we're, we're in it. Um, everybody else just lumps us all together. Uh, I, I know we know that it's more complicated, more mm, not complicated. It's more involved than that. It's, there's many facets to this whole jam band thing. But, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, you probably like jam bands. You probably like biscuits. Uh, if you don't like the disco biscuits or jam bands, you're probably not even listening to this. I probably don't have to say this. But if you are, then you're probably not going to like any of this. Um, so just turn me off. I'll wait. Just let you, uh, let you go. Okay, I think they're gone. Guys, uh, let's talk about the biggest fucking show ever, dude. Uh, um, all right, so, okay, well, guys, that's, but okay, I don't know what else to say about me. Uh, we'll, we're going to, I'm going to talk plenty over every episode. We're going to get into tons of stuff. We're going to talk eras of the biscuits. We're going to talk uh, specific shows, tours. When they are on the road, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, this is a place where we can listen to clips. We're going to be talking with people from all walks of the scene. I got... Uh, today's a perfect example. Uh, my first guest who I'm bringing up is a noob, just fresh noob on the scene. Found this this guy, uh, this kid, Ned, and he's and he's super excited about the biscuits, and it's adorable. And I had to have him come on as our very first guest. So I think let's just bring him bring him right on, uh, ladies and gentlemen. My first guest on this very first episode of the Lot Scene, we have. Our resident noob, Mr. Ned Newberg, everybody. Ned, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, just super excited to get into just hearing what it's like for someone who's new to this. Because I've been listening to this band like more or less like every day. Like, I'll take little breaks maybe from time to time, but, like, more or less every day for 20, man, what is it now, 23 years? So, man, that's crazy. First, I I mean, when what was your first show? When were, when was your first show? 2017? Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, so you've only, how many times have you seen the Disco Biscuits? 
three times. Holy shit. Do you know your first show? All right, 2017. Okay, Coney Island. Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know it specifically, but. Oh, okay. Sickest, sickest jigsaw. Okay. Best, best Mr. Don ever. That's definitely not true. Okay. Yeah. Now I'll check it out. Yeah, I love I-Man. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's top five I-Mans of all time. But all right, let's Ned, let's reel that back a little bit. Um, so you've seen three shows, right? And did you know about the music of the Biscuits before you went and saw that first show? You have an older sister who likes the Biscuits or something? So you go to this first show, you knew who they were, you didn't know much about their music, and then, so what? You just, it was a, just had a great time? Uh, you did a bunch of drugs. Molly, you sure? Three hits, yeah, that's a lot. Oh, and acid, all right. What'd you do? Two hits, two hits acid too, damn. Okay, so now you're just... Full-on candy flipping. And you also had candy. You were actually eating candy, too. Yeah. Blow pops are great. Blow, pop, blow pops are great uh, when you're on ecstasy. That's a great MDMA and blow pops. That's a, that's a combo for the ages. People have been doing that for decades, my friend. Yeah, you didn't invent that. Yeah. That way you weren't the first person to put that together. Yeah, people. I've definitely been at many... Like parties and after parties and stuff where people have given me lollipops. Yeah, that's not like. Well, if you say you invented it, if you say you invented that combo, then I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. But um, let's move on. Let's move on to something else. Ned, answer me this. What was it like your first time going into the lot for a Disco Biscuit show? You, you went looking for drugs. Oh, and they were fake. It was fake acid, huh? Did you already get in the show at that point, or you got something else? Oh, those also were bunk. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Did you at least get some weed? You know, smoke a little weed. I, for me, I. Most of my biscuit shows, I just got to get really high, smoke a bunch of weed. That's perfect for me. I'm, I like that. Yeah. So you did, you, you get some weed? Yeah. They told you it was weed? <laughs> well, what was it? <laughs> oh, catnip? Oof. <laughs> yeah, you got worked. You got worked good, sounds like. <laughs> yeah. So, so how much money did you lose? You didn't, you didn't give him money? You paid him Bitcoin? Oh shit, how much Bitcoin did you lose? Zero, zero, two, one, okay. Is that a lot? Yeah. You've been chasing Portal to an empty head? 
Chasing Portal. Well, yeah, I mean, you've only seen the band two times, so it's pretty safe to say you've been chasing every song. Have you ever listened to, like, any of the old stuff? You've never listened to Sammy? Who is Sammy? Ned, I'm going to politely ask that you leave this podcast studio and go put on some 2000, 2001, 2002, listen to Sammy, and get back to me, you freaking noob. (laughs) Mr. Ned Newberg, everybody. Ned, come on by the studio next time after you see a couple more shows. Come on back, and we'd love to have you and talk more biscuits, and we appreciate your your recent fandom into the best band in the world. Thank you so much, Ned. Pleasure to have you. Okay, so let's uh, let's have another guest on. We got someone else popping over there at the studio right now. Uh, we're gonna switch things up. This guy used to love the Disco Biscuits. He used to see them all the time. Uh, then he decided he had to change a heart and he stopped. And we want to get to the bottom of why he stopped listening to the Disco Biscuits. And what's going on with this guy? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the lot scene. Friend of the show, Mr. J. Dead. Jay, how we doing today? Good. So, so Jay... Uh, you used to see the Disco Biscuits, right? Like, how, were you, like, really into them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 156 shows. Holy shit. 156? Yeah. Uh, between 97, 98, 99, hmm. 2000, 2001. Yeah, 2001 is my stop. Damn, you did it all in those years? That's right. I did it all. Wow. Fish guy? You like fish, too? Oh, yeah, well, I used to. I don't. I don't really listen to them anymore. Ah, oh, not them either, huh? Nah. Scene's trash now. It's fucking garbage. Well, yeah. I mean, I've heard that a lot, but you know, obviously, I have a podcast about it. I don't. I don't agree. No, the whole scene's fucking trash now, dude. Everything's different now. You know, like things were so much better back then in the '90s. You know, I mean, they were cool. You know, they were cool, but I don't. And musically, I feel like both bands are kind of kind of peaking, to be honest. No way. No, it isn't as good as it used to be, man. You know? The scene's whack now, dude. You know, the plus the music, honestly, the only good music was, like, Biscuits, 98 to 2001. Then they just totally fell off. The rest is trash. Scene sucks now. Dude, that's not true. There's been so much good music from the Biscuits. Why? What, what made you just turn off like that? Why would you? Why, how did you listen to that much Biscuits and then, and then just stop? And just, what, what happened? You know, I don't know. I just, like, wasn't into it anymore. You know, it's just, like, the same old stuff, you know? Just like the music was going downhill, scene was total trash. Like, above the day, if you know remember, remember Ganja Goo Balls? Yeah, I do remember Ganja Goo Balls. Those things were fucking delicious. And potent. And really good. They were, and they were potent. Those things were really fire. Yeah, what happened to those? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really see those around anymore. Yeah, exactly. My that's, my, that's what I'm saying. Scene's trash now, dude. I mean, you know, I've thought about it sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, Ganja Goo Balls, those are pretty good. You know, just like walking around like the lot and you'd, you'd hear everybody just whispering in your ear like, Belle, Molly, Drums, 
Ganja goo balls! And then someone just scream. Fucking ganja goo balls. Those things were fucking tasty. Yeah, they were delicious. Yeah. I remember back in the day, dude. Fucking veggie burritos. Just like right after a show. Like all the veggie burritos back then, they had seven different kinds of beans. You remember that? Yeah, I... No, I don't remember specifically how many beans were in the veggie burritos. Oh, yeah, they had veggie... Veggie burritos back then? You know, had cheese and salsa and like lettuce and rice and whatever, but also... They had seven different kinds of beans. A lot of the guys, they, you know, one guy would do like seven different kinds of beans. Sometimes I even see someone be like, we have 11 different kinds of beans in these veggie burritos. Damn. Yeah. I think I remember some guys had a, had a bunch of beans, but that's, you know. No, no, I don't know. Veggie burritos, I don't know. Are they even out there? Again, I'm not seeing as many veggie burritos, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's all nitrous now. It's all just fucking balloons, man. Balloons were in the scene, dude. Scene's trash now. You keep saying that, but I mean, yeah, the balloons... They, they do make a mess. It is, you know, unfortunate. Yeah, they make a mess. They don't taste good. What do you, wait, what do you, they don't taste good. You're not supposed to eat them. Yeah, exactly. You're supposed to suck them down. And then what? What am I supposed to eat on the lot? You know, no veggie burritos? No ganja coupons? You know? Do you like nitrous? Yeah, I fucking like nitrous when it's real. Wait, are you saying that nitrous now is, is cut or something? Yeah, shit's garbage now, dude. Fucking a lot of times they're just doing helium. They're... Definitely not doing helium. That's, yeah, it's just a bunch of 40-year-olds all huffing down nitrous. That's what the scene is now. Yeah, I mean, I just, I look at it like a lot of people just having fun on a pretty harmless, stupid activity. You know, we're not starving looking for a veggie burrito on lot, you know. We're we're all adults now, right? You know, we're older now. That's just part of the deal. You know what I'm sick of above the day? Please keep telling me. Sick of seeing people's grandmas at shows. You know, what's that all about? (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen a grandma at a show. Oh, yeah. There are shows now. Look around. Are you sure maybe just like people aren't getting older? No. No. It's people's grandmas. That's just different now. Huh. Well, I didn't... I've definitely not personally seen that. I'm not saying you're lying. It's like a White Claws. Oh, you're, you don't like... You're hating on White Claws? Yeah. They're trash, dude. Remember Zima? Zima was awesome. Yeah, Zima was good, I guess. But, I mean, they're both kind of garbage. But, you know, what, what does that have to do with anything? I'm sick of people celebrating their bar mitzvahs at shows. Are you talking about, like, 13-year-olds, like, children at the show celebrating their bar mitzvah? Oh, yeah. See it all the time now, dude. Fucking scene's trash. Dude, I don't... I don't think that's a thing at all. You know, I'm sick of all the tall dudes at shows. Wait, are you saying that fans are taller now? Oh, yeah, dude. 99 Biscuits. It was primarily, like, short dudes. Yeah, everybody was fucking short. And now I go, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? The NBA draft? Like, where's Magner? I can't even see him. <laughs> Wait... You're, so you're really seriously thinking that the, the people are, are now taller, like the fan base is now taller, making it harder to see the stage? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just to be clear, how, how tall are you, Jay? And another thing, dude, I'm sick of all the Lambos in the lot. It's like, we get it. Bisco kids are crypto thousandaires, but it reeks of dish. I did a whole fish summer tour in a VW van like a goddamn G, and these flat brimmers are rolling up in circle logoed Lambo trucks with license plates that say HDPF and then a Dogecoin meme face. I don't think I've seen this. Dude, I'll take any tie from my Jerry Garcia tie collection and put it up against any brownie NFT. Jerry ties? That's real art. I actually love Jerry Garcia ties. Always, always have. I should, I should get one of those, actually. Yeah, you should. Everyone should. They're beautiful. Yeah, well, I mean, if everyone had one, it wouldn't be worth more than a, you know, like a set of minted NFTs. I don't think you can argue that that would be worth more than 
and brownies, NFTs. Well, whatever. I could have Mike Gordon sign my cock and sell it as an NFT. You could what? Point is, Dave, the fans today are different, okay? They aren't about peace and love. They're about sucking balloons, sniffing powders, and pouring beer on me the entire second set of the Hartford Palace show in 2003. That last one felt oddly specific. Dave, it's just bunions, hoodlums, no-gooders, hooligans, tramps, weasels, crooks, wooks, and a bunch of pretty hot single moms. Yeah, right? It is hot single moms. Dude, back in my day, eighths of weed were just ounces. If you bought an eighth, homie would just give you 28 grams of G13 for $45. No big deal. Dude, that is definitely not true at all. I remember that time. There was plenty of shitty weed and definitely no one was selling G13 for $45. That is just completely false. No, that's 100% true. Okay, so in your opinion, Jay, what was the last great biscuit show? I really, I can't wait to hear what you think. I mean, I'm a 99 to 2001 guy solely, but I'll go as far out and say transmission was pretty tight, but I don't listen to Biscuits anymore. To that 2003 transmission show, which is incredible. Yeah, and that's it? Then you're, that's nothing? So why did you reach out to me when I was doing this podcast to tell me that you wanted to come on and talk about the Biscuits? Same reason I'm on Fantasy Tour. To troll. Biscuits suck. Biscuits suck. All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jay dead. Jay dead. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Let's switch things up a little bit. All right. This next segment is listening to a clip of the Disco Biscuits. And so we're going to kick this off. Here is a recent uh, little jam, little clip of a jam of the Disco Biscuits playing them this was over this was over covid times the you know so they did some weird shows in different places they did a lot of a lot of drive-in movie theaters and the tennis courts and stuff this was in a this was they did a weekend at a recycling center i believe right in michigan it was like a recycling center landfill and uh i think it was called trash bisco and it was and it was two days in the landfill and uh which was very creative i really liked it and we're gonna listen just to now just a little bit of the munchkin invasion from night two which was just straight fire so uh let's go with that here's a little clip from uh from from the biscuits uh over covid what's that oh i'm being informed by our producer that actually, uh, I do not have the rights or ability to play that clip. Yeah, uh, no worries. It sounds like uh, instead we will be having our house band here. The lot scene band will uh, have actually recreated a clip for us. So we're just going to have the, the lot scene band fill in for us here. So lot scene band clip of the Munchkin invasion from Trash Bisco. Here we go. that was that was pretty good give it up for the lot scene house band everybody really good stuff guys i am so happy to bring on our next guest this is an absolute dream come true and i can't believe he's popping into the studio uh truly one of my favorite musicians of all time the bass player of the greatest band of all time i cannot wait to chat it up with this guy 
You know him from the Disco Biscuits. You know him from Electron. You know him from Star Kitchen? Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Mr. Mark Brownstein. Good to be here, above the Dave. Good to be here. Mark, absolute pleasure to have you here. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Nice, nice studio here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it reminds me uh, of the studio where we recorded Planet Anthem. <laughs> I will try to forget you ever said that. Thank you for taking a break from your very busy schedule. I know that not only are you doing band stuff but and all that work, but you also are really big in... In like the crypto world, like what's going on with that? That's right, that's right. Yeah, we're we're all pretty big into it. We all like it a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm I'm mostly doing a lot of NFT stuff right now. NFTs. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. Can you explain what NFTs are to me and anyone listening who doesn't understand it? Because you're posting a lot about it, and I think a lot of it's just for us, just kind of going over our head, like we don't understand any of it. Can you tell us what an NFT is? Okay, so do you remember Microsoft Paint back from back in the 90s? And Oh, yeah. I love that thing. I spent hours on Microsoft Paint. I know. It was the best, right? It was the bomb. It was, it was so, so good. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so basically, Microsoft Paint is back. It's back? It's back. It's back? Yeah, it's back. A lot of people are using it. I'm using it. I'm on it all day long. I'm just making these little drawings. On Microsoft Paint, and then what I what it, what people are doing is then you put them up on OpenSeas and these other places in the crypto space, and and then people just buy them up, they snatch them up. I'm not an artist, you know. Oh, come on, you're like one of the greatest artists I know. You're one of the most creative people. You write great songs. I mean, you know, but like like this though, this is not really my thing. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to make it my thing now. Yeah, no, it seems like you seems like people are really liking your stuff. You know, your artwork seems like it's 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 going like you're selling out of this stuff, right? Yeah, well, we have other people who do NFTs for us, and they're selling fast, and and that's really cool. And then I do some stuff on the side on Microsoft Paint. You know, some people use. I think not everybody's using Microsoft Paint because some of these I'm seeing these other other NFTs, and I'm like, that is that's not Microsoft Paint. You're cheating. Oh, okay. So not everyone's using Microsoft Paint. You think? Nah, I I mean I can't I can't say for sure. Maybe they're just really good at it or they've been you know maybe they never stopped maybe they've just been doing it for doing it for for decades and so they're super good at it that that might that might be it well mark i mean so i mean you guys are all doing you guys are all doing the crypto thing now is that is everybody on board with that not everybody you know magda magda teases us he's not doing to it you know he's he's more of a cash guy you know he's always throwing money around you know that's magna he's crazy magna's crazy you gotta have him on the pod this is great no, oh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have him on the pod. I'm excited to talk to him. Yeah, he's he's in that case. He's, but yeah, he's not into the investing. He's he's more into blowing his money. But uh, Barber's into it. Barber likes crypto. You know, he's 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 working on some apps right now. We're we're actually uh, having some meetings right now uh, to make uh, the Disco Biscuits coin. We're gonna have a Disco Biscuits cryptocurrency. Holy shit! What is that? What does that even mean? Oh, it's, it's going to be amazing. You can use it. You'll be able to use it online. You'll be able to buy tickets with it, with the Bisco Crypto. You're going to be able to, to use it in lot, you know, and buy stuff. Everyone's going to have it, and you can just exchange it through everybody's phone. You know, everything, you know, the transactions you do are going to be uh, on the Bisco coin. No more cash, you know, and we're just all going to convert over to that. Whoa, that is 
That is huge news. Is that Have you ever dropped this information before? No, I'm actually doing it for the first time here in this podcast. I don't even know if I should be doing this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I, I'm truly honored that you're you're dropping that information. So what, what is the what's the what's the biscuit coin going to be called? It's going to be called all coin. All coin. Yeah. All coin. A-U-C-O-I-N. All coin. Oh, like a low, like Alan's last name, a coin. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be all coin like Alan. Yeah, all coin. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be big. We're going to be dropping that. So soon, everybody, all Biscuit fans, you know, we're not saying telling you to, to get into the crypto space. But, you know, if, uh, you know, once the coin drops, yeah, we're hoping that, uh, you know, a lot of people will, will accept that. And then, you know, and we'll even accept payment, you know, in crypto. So that's going to be cool, too. Everybody, we're just going to hopefully just all move over uh, to doing that. That's cool, man. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. <coughs> you all right? <coughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. But, you know, you know, I mean, I'm no Picasso, but, you know, I'm having fun. And, uh, you know, I'm really into it. And it seems like the fans are really into it, too. That's kind of that's kind of why I felt about just starting this podcast. You know, it's like I don't have a... I don't have a ton of experience with this stuff, but, uh, you know, I feel like I just want to put myself out there and kind of offer something to the scene. ATD, you're like my NFTs. You're never going to have value. <laughs> oh, and that is a brownie. <laughs> oh, damn, that is harsh. All right, well, let's switch things up, Mark. Let's switch things up. Okay, all right. So... Uh, let's talk some biscuits and let's just, uh, let's talk about some other stuff you do. Like you write some songs, right? You got some new stuff you've been putting out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, do, where do you get your inspiration for your songs? Honestly, I mean, mostly from reading my kids books in their beds at night. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I like nursery rhymes. Mother Goose is a big influence. Old Mother Hubbard. Little Boy Peep. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Mother Goose. Old Mother Hubbard. You're influenced by a lot of mothers, it looks like. <laughs> ATD. Your jokes. Well, they're kind of like my one eye. Lazy. And that's another rally bomb. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did deserve that. That was pretty lame. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, I got, you know... I got new songs, you know, but we've been playing a lot of miracles, doing miracles a lot. Yeah, yeah, you have. Well, you don't, you don't like miracles? Eh. What? You know, everybody likes miracles. Yeah, you know, it's okay. Okay, okay. Personally, I'd love to see you play Camioli more, you know, what's up with that? Speaking of nursery rhymes. You know, Mark, I'm asking you these nice questions and you're just zinging me. You know, I could ask you questions that are zingers. Like I could be like, oh, Mark, hey, why do you dress like you're 15 years old? Yeah, ATD, why do you have a podcast about me? Who listens to this? Seriously, I did a podcast one time. No one wants to listen to this shit. Okay, no one ever wants to hear me talk. They barely want to hear me sing. Okay, (laughs) that's true. Yep, I mean, you know, I did one podcast episode ever in my whole life. One podcast in your whole career? Yeah, one episode ever. It was Barbara's podcast, Touchdowns All Day. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he said it was it was awful. He said even he he didn't even listen to it. He said it was probably garbage though. 
Yeah, I mean, I listened to it. It was, it was, it was okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was it. I listen. I like listening to touchdowns all day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's fine. But like, what I'm saying is about the Dave. No one, no one cares about this shit. You know. I mean, I'm glad you had me on. It's my second time ever doing a podcast. You know. I mean, I've done some zooms. Me and Magner over 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 lockdown. We were we did a whole bunch of zooms together. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not a podcast though. Now, I mean, it's close though. Yeah. Not really. I mean, it's a Zoom. Oh, they were the best, though. They were so fun. Uh, Magna would just line up a whole bunch of blow. Right? And then he would just be ripping blow off of his piano. And then he would just go into a ton of different classic great rock songs. And uh, we'd just be singing along. I'd be I'd be, I'd be, having some drinks and, uh, and smoking a whole bunch of weed at, at my house. And then he'd be over there playing piano, just getting fucked up. You know, we would just have sing-alongs. Yeah, and sometimes even Barbara would show up. You know, Alan would pop in. Sometimes we just have these Zooms just getting fucked up. Magnum is hilarious, dude. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I wish I could have been in that Zoom. Uh, but, that yeah, that's that's not that's not a podcast, though. Yeah, I know. Well, exactly, because no one gives a shit. Okay. Good luck with the podcast. Thanks. Anything else? One final question for you, Mark. Shoot. So you are... In this very successful jam band, and yet this whole time, you've also made it very clear, very public, that you are also a huge fan of Fish. And we can hear it in the music, of course, in some ways, you know, when we see the influence. But but you really, you know, you really love Fish. They're, they're, that's, you say that's your favorite band? That's my favorite band, 100% above the Dave. That That is it. They are my favorite band. I see them whenever I can. Whenever their schedule allows... Maybe we're in the same city or something. I'm I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see fish. They're they're incredible. Yeah, they're better now than they ever were too. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Wait. Wait. What's this? Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. Um, ladies and gentlemen, fish is here. Holy shit. Uh, hey guys. I'm above the Dave. Welcome to the Lotsy. This is my podcast. This is. You guys know you guys know Mark Brownstein. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I do know. I do know Mark. Mark. Trey. Uh, I guess we'll just kind of quickly introduce everybody who's uh, all my listeners who are guys. Yeah, just get up to the mic there, and if everybody could just say their name, we'll just kind of go through. We'll, we got the lead, the lead guitar player and singer. We got Trey and Anastasio. It's so good to have us. It's so good to be here. <sighs> oh my god! <laughs> so good. It's so good to be here. Uh, next, we have the piano player. I can't believe I'm saying this. Paige McConnell. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, who else do we have? Uh, we have Mike Gordon. What's up? And last, but definitely not least, we have the drummer for Fish, Mr. John Fishman. <laughs> all right fish wow this is an honor this is this is your favorite band brownie i know this is ridiculous i can't believe this is happening right now (laughs) (laughs) so fish what brings you to the podcast (laughs) it's a really funny story it's it's a really funny story um okay all right, so we were driving in the van, and uh, mm-hmm. Fish, Fish was just being so ridiculous. And um, 
And then he looks at me, right? He looks at everybody, and and we're like, I don't even know, we're on like the like the last leg of the tour, and, okay. And uh, we're like pulled over at this stop, and <laughs> <laughs> and and Paige looks Paige, Paige looks at me, and he says, um, "That's me." <laughs> and he says, "Whatever you do, take care of your shoes." <laughs> Yeah. Huh. Huh. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so we get out of the van, and then Fish is there, and it's a really funny story. And um, okay. And so Fish, you know, he's looking all over for his shoes, and he can't find them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's crazy. And uh, and and then he gets all dirty. And he gets all dirty because we're like, in the, and we're because we're in the desert, and uh, and he got so dirty and dusty, and uh, you know, he wanted to come back and figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so we we set him back because uh, the van we had like a little shower, like a bucket, you know, because it was the old days, and uh, and we're like, "Fish, you got to take a shower," and uh, and he and then he, but it, but like he was taking forever, and and you know, uh, Mike goes out there, Mike comes back, you know, and he goes, "You guys got to see this." <laughs> we all go out, and he and he and he was sitting in the bucket, oh, wow. and, and that's when he was, and and we just look at each other, you know, and that's when we're just like. <laughs> We love to take a bath. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Unbelievable. Even though you're happy that we're here, you'd be happy to go. You do? All right, well, see you, fish. All right. Bye, fish. Bye. Bye, guys. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Fish, for dropping by. Guys, that was episode one of The Lot Scene. Here with your host, Above the Dave. It has been a very fun adventure. Thanks to my guests, Ned Newberg, Jay Dead, and Mark Brownstein. Oh, man. that And Fish. That was awesome. Um... Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you had fun. We will be back next week on The Lot Scene, episode two. We will be having the drummer from the Disco Biscuits. That's right, we are sitting down with Alan O'Quinn. On top of that, we're going to be talking Biscuits 2021. We're going to do a little recap with my homie, Mr. Spun Rob, is going to drop in the studio. And also, we're going to be speaking with the wife of a fish fan. So tune in next week to the, the lot, 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 lot.